In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. You know, the president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Uh, they just don't respect the rule of law. You've heard that from uh, the president. Uh, and, um, you know, they are pursuing an agenda uh, that takes away people's rights. So, which is what the president said last week on Thursday. You all heard him. This is what the president said yesterday, and that's what he's going to continue to say. And here's the thing. The president's not going to shy away uh, to call out uh, what he clearly sees is happening in this country. And, um, you know, again, MAGA Republicans are this extreme part of their party. And that is just facts, and that's what he's going to continue to lay out. Well, the funny thing is, Mean Gene, Kareen Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House, is that MAGA Republicans are not the extreme part of the party. MAGA Republicans are the Republican Party. And the sooner that you and your boss, Joey Applesauce, and Mitch McChina, and Kevin McCoward, and Ronna McDaniel, and everybody else that's involved in this uniparty swamp donkey takeover of our Constitution and our Republic, the sooner that you all understand that MAGA Republicans are the Republican Party, 
the sooner you realize what you just did. Now, I know it was all ramping up. I know Joe Biden was saying that out on the campaign trail. But what you say out on the campaign trail is different from what you officially say at the podium of the press secretary for the White House. And when you officially make a statement that says MAGA Republicans are not, uh, do not abide by the rule of law and they're chaotic and they're terroristic and they're radicalized and they're extremists and they're trying to destroy your democracy, that is a very, very, very dangerous moment in United States history. Those are shots fired. When you say that in an official capacity, the rest of the world hears that as well. North Korea hears that. Iran hears that. Russia hears that. China hears that. Every one of our adversaries hear that. And you know who else hears that? Is every one of our allies, which says, wow, I don't have much confidence in the stability of the United States of America anymore, which means that I don't have much confidence in our partnership or anything that we're involved in together. When you say stuff like that, shots fired. Shots fired and no more Mr. Nice Guy. We are way beyond respectful politics and we're even way beyond disrespectful politics. That is labeling 100 million plus Americans as radicalized terrorists. And it is illegal in the United States of America, much like any other, you know, modern day, uh, modern day civilization to be a radicalized terrorist, which means that she is labeling us, basically coupling us can, and, 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 and attaching us to the death penalty. And you know what? I guess we've done the same thing too, except the difference is the people that we are saying should have the death penalty for treason actually committed treason. We have not. What laws have we broke? What rights have MAGA Republicans taken away from any citizen in the United States of America? Not rights that you make up and that you think should be enshrined in the Constitution. I'm talking about rights that are in the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Give me one. Shots fired. Now, I would like to tell you this, folks. Yesterday was a historic day for uh, for Live from America. Not only did we finish out the day in a very, very tough environment, on the Rumble leaderboard with people only like uh, Crowder, Steven Crowder, and Dan Bongino ahead of us. We had videos in the number four slot, and we had our yesterday's show in the number six slot. Both shows yesterday almost finished in the top five, but we finished in the top six out of their top 50. That is absolutely incredible. If you go on Rumble right now and you look at Dan Bongino's page, or you look at Steven Crowder's page, and look at the amount of followers they have, and then you come back to Live from America, and compare that with the amount of of family members that we have, they dwarf us. We look like we don't even exist. However, our engagement, this LFA family engagement, is so large that we are up there with the likes of Dan Bongino and Steven Crowder as far as the size of their audience 
and the size and the reach of their videos. Not only that, we had a historic day on Getter as well. Not on, my, on the personal uh, page, my personal page, but on the Real America's Voice News Getter page. I did a live video about this this morning expressing my gratitude, and I'll do it again right now. First of all, I'd like to give all glory to God. Second of all, I'd like to thank each and every one of you because without you, this doesn't happen. Third, I'd like to thank the Real America's Voice News audience. And fourth, I'd like to thank Real America's Voice News. And fifth, I would like to thank my co-hosts, uh, not my co-hosts, my, uh, my, my um, what do you want, my colleagues on Real America's Voice News for having such a friendly, comp- uh, competitive environment. Because yesterday, outside of uh, Steve Bannon, Real America's Voice News is live from America at 11 p.m. Beat every other show on Getter, on their Getter uh, Live. It beat Drew Hernandez, beat Jack Posobiec, beat both of them together, actually. Beat Studio 6B, beat Dr. Gina. Everybody, literally everybody on the, the news station, on the Getter chat anyway, we beat. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of you. That is absolutely incredible, especially when we do it at 11 p.m. What a great, great day for the Live from America family. So give yourselves a round of applause. Give all glory to God. Remember, we need a minimum of 2,000 rumbles each show. That is non-negotiable anymore, or else we don't stay on that leaderboard. Let's show them who we are. Let's show them what we've got, and let's keep hammering it home. And to the LFA family, if you want to join in, I know you've already seen the five o'clock show at 11 o'clock at night, but if you're awake and you want to join in with some great um, RAV, RAV family members, they're just the same as we are. And you'll meet so many great people and you'll help out. So if you're still awake at that time, help out a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I'd also like to say we're losing another sponsor today. Actually, we lost them last night. Not because they're unhappy with, the, uh, with what you guys have done or what we've done, just because we only sign on for 30 days at a time because we don't know if we're going to need long-term sponsorship or not, and I don't want to lock into anything like that. Pure Talk has left us. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give them another free – we're going to give them a free day here. And before we get into the show, let's send off Pure Talk and say thank you very much to the veteran-owned company down there, puretalkusa.com. Use the promo code JEREMY. I don't know if it's valid any longer. It probably isn't, but we still want to thank them for helping us out when we really needed them. Okay? All of our sponsors we want to thank. So thank you to Pure Talk. Thank you so very much for everything that you did for us. You know, you help us out and you fill in the gaps. And I want to say all glory to God for helping us out financially when we really needed it. Big send-off. Big send-off to uh, Pure Talk. Okay. Verse of the day today. Not only is this verse of the day going to set the standard for the show today, it's a very powerful verse, but the show is very powerful. I've got a lot of news today. We've got a lot of winning to talk about, and we've got a lot of scenarios to talk about. So thank you very much. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, broadcasting. As always, from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing to be here with you. We're going to go to the verse of the day now. If you don't follow it, you should. Go to JeremyHarrell.com, sign up for the newsletter. Take a silence sabbatical, and you will hear God. That's what we titled it. Take a silence sabbatical, and you will hear God. Verse of the day, Habakkuk 2.20. For all those following along, Habakkuk 2.20. The Lord 
in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. The Lord in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Wow. Let all the earth keep silence before him. What does that mean? Well, first of all, you have to understand what the book of Habakkuk is all about. And I said, I will read a short description of what Habakkuk is all about during the live show at 11 a.m. today. So before we get on with the verse of the day, let me read to you out of my wonderful and beautiful Bible here. Are you prone to question God about everything? Every time something happens that you can't explain, do you lash out at God? When innocent people suffer, do you blame God? If you are even close to saying yes to any of these questions, the read, then read the book of Habakkuk. It is a short prophetic book that deals with the question of human suffering and the problems of evil. Habakkuk is the easiest of the minor prophets for any reader to identify with because he had hard questions for God. God sometimes answers our questions and sometimes he doesn't. But as you read Habakkuk, you will see that as the prophet's faith grows, his tendency to question God diminishes, and that should be our experiences too. Great, great uh, description of what Habakkuk is all about. Now let me get on with the verse. Uh, and, and my and my description of that. However, the message remains. Silence is a virtue. You have heard the sayings before, God gave you two ears and one mouth so that you can listen twice as much as you speak, right? In sales, the main um, thing for success is let the other person speak. Your job is to listen. When a man takes a woman out on a date, hey men, you should not be blabbering away you should be letting the lady speak and you should just listen. There are so many references and sayings in life that point to the fact that listening is far better of a virtue than speaking. Now, I'm not saying that you should never speak or put powerful words into existence. If that was the case, then we never would have heard words and, 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 and speeches like four score and seven years ago. We would have never heard, I have a dream. We would have never heard, ask not what can my country do for me, but what can I do for my country? What I'm saying is that once in a while it is imperative and holy to take a sabbatical of silence. A speech fast, if you will. When I leave for work at 7.30 a.m., I walk outside my door, I walk out onto the sidewalk, I stop, I close my eyes every single morning, I stop on the sidewalk, I close my eyes, and I, and I put a smile on my face, and all I do is listen. Now my neighbors must think that I'm crazy. I stand there with my eyes closed, I, I have a smile on my face, and I just listen. I listen to the birds I listen to the cars in the far off distance in the nearby highway. I listen to the dogs barking in the neighborhood. I listen to the world waking up and getting busy. I hear the wind blow and I hear the trees sing. I hear the gravel pop as cars drive by and hit pebbles in the road. If you do this long enough and center your attention on the Holy Kingdom, if you think of what Jesus did in order for us to experience this joy of life all around us, eventually you will hear 
God. Silence is something that he wants you to be a part of. It allows you to hear his heartbeat. It allows you to hear his breath. And yes, it allows you to hear his words of love and encouragement to you. Do yourself a favor and try to take a sabbatical of silence from time to time. Each time, try to make it a little longer than the time before. Only then will you truly experience God in the way that he intended. We give thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for this. And in his holy name, we pray. Amen. Take a sabbatical of silence once in a while. You will be absolutely amazed with what you hear God say to you. I'd like to thank you for those who have been donating on Rumble Rants. We rely on these for the Slurp Fund. We rely on these to pay our producer, Eli. And I'd like to go to to the Lord in prayer now. So please bow your heads and and take off your hats as we all say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'll tell you what, folks. Not only is the show getting better, my time with the Lord is getting better. My time with you is getting more often and better. And I'd like to say happy birthday right now to C. Merck and C. Geringer on Rumble. Let's sing happy birthday, okay? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear C. Geringer and C. Merck. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. My voice is finally coming back to me. It feels good. I feel energized. I've got my field of greens. I've got my coffee. Speaking of coffee, please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Wow. I am ready. What a good show we're going to have. And remember, with losing one of our sponsors and not being able to replace that sponsor, any and all donations and purchases off uh, JeremyHarrell.com and any promo codes that you use are very, very beneficial to us. Let's get to the first and foremost, and I'm going to start it off with a bang, so you better share it now. Every single segment, we do another round of sharing. Here we go. They have absolutely nothing. Let me repeat that again. They have absolutely nothing on Donald J. Trump. The Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigations do not have what they were looking for when they raided Mar-a-Lago, nor does the DOJ and the FBI have anything that would incriminate Donald J. Trump enough that would warrant an indictment, much less an arrest. So what they are doing right now, in the meantime, until they get their greedy little grubby hands on one or the other, meaning the any evidence that would incriminate Donald Trump of breaking a law, or what they're after, which would incriminate them, until they get their hands on each one of these things, or one or the other, they are going to do a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign 
on Donald J. Trump by leaking little bits of information to the mainstream media so they can regurgitate DOJ and FBI talking points in the form of starting out every single news story with the following. This suggests that President Trump has committed a crime. This looks like President Trump could be guilty of a crime. It appears that Donald J. Trump could be heading for an indictment. It is possible that Donald J. Trump, if in fact true, will be guilty of such and such and so and so. You will never hear anything start out with Donald Trump did or we now have the proof. It will always be something alluding to the fact that there could be if. But I'm going to tell you something that my grandfather told me and my grandmother told me. And I'm going to have to say it in the way they told me in order for it to get across. So if you have little kids in the, in the room, please have them cover their ears right now. This is your disclaimer uh, warning. If a frog had wings, it wouldn't bump its ass when it hopped. So it doesn't matter what they tell you. They're going to do a wrap-up smear campaign with the precursor of it looks like it could be, it might be possible if this is true, and, it, and, and, and this suggests that. That's all you're going to hear. Now, unfortunately, we are stuck right now between two choices. It's either going to go one of two ways. Everybody says to me all day, Jeremy, what do you see happening? What do you think is going to happen? I can tell you this. What I know for 100% sure is we are either going to see the downfall of Donald J. Trump or we are going to see the downfall of the deep state. There is no in-between. There is no happy medium. And after Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House, shooting, um, firing shots from the White House podium, press secretary podium, there is no negotiation. We are either going to experience the downfall of Donald Trump or we are going to experience the downfall of the deep state. That, for sure, I can tell you, will be the truth. I would like you in the comment thread to not only tell me what you think is going to happen, but also share this video with anybody that seems to think that Donald Trump will be arrested. Now, I will say that Joe Hoft from the Gateway Pundit agrees with me in the fact that they have nothing and the DOJ not likely to press charges against President Donald J. Trump, but he seems to think that they might be waiting for after the midterms in order to do something. Now, let me get into this story. Thank you to the Gateway Pundit. Christina Bob reported from Mar-a-Lago after the corrupt FBI and DOJ raided the president's home and said that neither had anything, absolutely nothing. And now we know that the raid was unnecessary, unprecedented, and unlawful. Last night, the DOJ and the FBI reportedly announced that they will wait till after the midterms to indict President Trump. On what? And why would you wait? Speaking of, let's stop the story right there. First of all, isn't it highly incompetent? And shouldn't whoever that's in charge of any of this be immediately fired, removed, or impeached for the simple fact that they told you that there was an imminent uh, threat that Donald J. Trump might have had nuclear codes 
and yet they waited 18 months to go get those nuclear codes? If the country was in, in any way at risk of being in, 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 at risk of, uh, of an imminent attack or a nuclear attack, then doesn't it say that the fact that they waited 18 months to try to get those nuclear codes or any of that information from Trump, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be defined as incompetence? Wouldn't that be confined of a derelict of duty? Wouldn't that be, um, wouldn't that, wouldn't they be guilty of, of, of something just in the mere fact that they said, Oh, we waited 18 months. Well, why if the country was at such risk of, you know, exploding, then you should all be fired immediately. And if you have something on President Donald Trump, which you don't, the only reason that you would come out and say, we are waiting till after the midterms in order to indict Donald J. Trump backs up and validates everything that I said in my opening first and foremost monologue, which is they have not what they're looking for that incriminates them, and they have not what incriminates Donald J. Trump. They have neither, and they're only going to kick the can down the road so they can leak manufactured crap to the mainstream media so that they can get the public, of, uh, of the public opinion, court of public opinion, behind any of this. Right now, we have 4,416 people watching on Rumble. We only have 939 Rumbles, but we do have almost 5,000, and we have 1,300 people watching on Getter. LFA family, it's time to force multiply. Do you agree with my opening first and foremost section today? Do you agree with everything that I just said? If you do, let me know. If you don't, let me know. It's time to get engaged. Now, let's, end, let's finish out the rest of the story. Last night, Yahoo was reporting from an anonymous source that the DOJ will likely indict President Donald J. Trump after the midterms. This is an absolute lie, number one. And the mainstream media is going to use this as it's an official response or a statement from the DOJ so that they can buy themselves time and plant seeds to buy themselves time until December because they want to see what's about to happen. They want to see who's going to take over before they make their next move. But their next move is not their next move. Their next move is only a 24-hour wrap up smear campaign. You do not have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. Under long-standing department policy, prosecutors are barred from taking investigative steps or filing charges for the purpose of affecting an election or helping a candidate or a party. Traditionally 60 days before an election. Do you remember that uh, all those words coming out of the hole in James Comey's mouth or in his face? That disgusting hole that comes out of, that, that, that's in James Comey's face. He said that, remember? Now, this garbage report of an anonymous resor- uh, source leaking this from the DOJ is just like the Russian collusion lie. The corrupt FBI and the corrupt DOJ broke the law when they inv- invaded Trump's home and they know it. And they're screwed. And Trump's got them built, bent over a barrel. And they're not going to do a darn thing. Amen? Paul, uh, Paul M. Reese says, great show. Godspeed, Patriots. For anybody new in, uh, on the stream, I want to welcome you to Live from America, and I want to say thank you very, very much for your rumble rants, your shares, your likes, and your attention to these very serious matters. We break it down in a way that nobody else does. We break it down in a way that a professional like Sean Hannity doesn't. We break it down in a way that Alex Jones doesn't. I break it down in a way that Bannon doesn't. I break it down in a way that LFA family does. And I hope you uh, love this show. Here we go. We do have bad news 
for the GOP rhino establishment in Missouri, folks. And this just goes to show you that everything that we said about Karl Rove, everything that we said about Ronna McDaniel and Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McChina is absolutely true. They are scumbags who got behind the demise of Eric Greitens in Missouri and they tried to do a wrap-up smear campaign that we now know is an absolute lie involving his wife. And the bad news for the disgusting GOP establishment is that the judge rules in the Eric Greitens case and finds absolutely zero evidence that any child was abused. His wife lied. She should be held accountable. And you know who else should be held accountable? Carl Rove and Ronna McDaniel. Carl Rove and Ronna McDaniel. And the only abuse that did happen to Eric Greitens' children, and I'm going to get Eric Greitens on the show. I'm going to reach out to him today. He's a friend of mine. Hopefully get him on the show tonight. The only abuse that the children did experience was by the state, was by these GOP politicians, and by the fake news media that, uh, that ran their father through the dirt and the mud and tried to drag them through the swamp that they dwell in. Sheena Greitens ought to be ashamed of herself. And Carl Rove ought to be brought up on charges. Not only was there no abuse, but they've also never been at risk or vulnerable with the parent adding quotes from the guardian ad litem. The guardian ad litem is a representative for the children. She said that the harm came to the children. The only harm that's been done to the kids was from these public accusations and toxic lies. That is not from an attorney of Eric Greitens. That is from the guardian at Lightham and pointed to by the state. The constant attack uh, uh, ads attacking their father and suggesting that the children were abused was very harmful to the children. Establishment rhino GOP losers like Carl Rove and his stupid whiteboard and his potato head and Ronna McDaniel spent nearly $12 million the last five weeks at the primary race for U.S. Senator saying that Joshua and Jacob Greitens were abused by the children, or by uh, abused children, and that the ads ran repeatedly in Missouri homes. They're sick, and they were disgusting for doing this, and people should be held accountable. And I hope Eric Greitens goes after, personally, Carl Rove and Ronna McDaniel. And I'll tell you this, too. I'll tell you this. Now that uh, Eric Greitens has been exonerated of any wrongdoing, I'll tell you this. And this is where you people in the chat are not going to like what I'm going to say. But this is where Donald Trump did something wrong. He allowed Ronna McDaniel and the establishment GOP to sway his endorsement and sway his decision to put out his endorsement behind Eric Reitens. And that was the catalyst for Donald Trump saying, I'm going to leave this up to Missourians. I have faith in you since you voted me overwhelmingly for president in 2016 and 2020. I have faith that you'll make the right decision. What that was, was Ronna McDaniel and Kevin McCarthy begging Donald Trump not to get involved in this. Why? Because the RNC spent $12 million of, of, of hard-earned, not, donations that they probably gained on the back of Donald Trump's name to begin with, and Trump literally caved to their uh, request and said, I'll stay out of this one. That was a no-no. Now, everybody knows I love Donald Trump, and I am 100% MAGA. I am ultra MAGA. To the, I am nuclear MAGA. But at the same time, I will say I don't agree with Trump on certain things, and that is something that I don't agree with President Trump on. He could have put Eric Reitens over the winners. He could have put him right over the top with a, with a pure, uh, straightforward endorsement. 
But that didn't happen. And it didn't happen because of Ronna McDaniel and Carl Rove and Kevin McCarthy. So that is where we need to place our blame. But, but Trump has got to do better at that. He has to. All right? Now, let's take a slurp of our coffee and move on because we're going to go to the state of Alaska. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Let's see if we can get to 2,000 before we even hit the 45-minute mark. Big shout-out to Lulu Red. Big shout-out to Lisa Nakan. Big shout-out to Rosa Catalano. Big shout-out to Dennis and Tatiana Sled. Big shout-out to Billiam75, who ordered her field of greens today, got paid today, and it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Billiam. Thank you for uh, accepting the truth. I'd like to give a big shout-out to Voter USA. Thank you very much for the $50 donation. Rita, 515. She says, use this for God's glory, 25 bucks. Sarucci, 20 bucks to the Slurp Fund. And Eklund, $50 for whatever we need it for. God bless you. I can guarantee you we need it for the business. I can guarantee that. All right, let's move on and let's go to Alaska. We got to go to Alaska because we've got to talk about RCV, ranked choice voting. And last night we saw the dangers of ranked choice voting. Now the blue states, the governors in these blue states, the secretary of states in these blue states, and the, and the Democratic Party as a whole wants ranked choice voting in each and every state because they know they can no longer win. We know they can no longer win through the cheating that they won by or cheated and stole the election by in 2020. So ranked choice voting is their new national way of cheating in order to win an election. And we know it works because last night, Sarah Palin lost her special election to a Democrat, the first Democrat to win in 50 years. I am 43. That means seven years before I was born, the last Democrat was elected to this seat in in Alaska. You think Sarah Palin really lost that vote? You think the former governor of Alaska who is backed by Donald Trump, lost that special election to a Democrat for the first time in 50 years when we are experiencing the worst economy from a Democrat? How real do you think that is? Now, Sarah Palin is still going off to, onto the general election in the other race, but this, she, remember, remember, Sarah Palin was in two races at the same time. And last night it was decided that the Democrat Peltola defeated Sarah Palin in the Alaska special election, first Democrat to win in 50 years, thanks to ranked choice voting and mail-in ballots. Absolutely ridiculous and uncalled for. Democrat Mary Potola defeated, not really though, Sarah Palin in the Alaska special election to replace Representative Don Young in Congress. She is the first Democrat to win the House seat in a solid red Alaska in 50 years. Ranked choice voting and mail-in ballots were implemented by by uh, referendum in 2020. We told you to watch out for ranked choice voting. And ranked choice voting is what lost Sarah Palin this special election for a U.S. House seat. These Republican lawmakers in the state... uh, we're wrong for doing this. And state after state, Republicans are starting to think we might want to adopt this idea. And Alaska now is lost. President Trump won Alaska by 10 points. Again, I warned you. Many outlets warned you about this way back in May. I, I started talking about it more in June, July. 
but it was warned back in May by some outlets like the Gateway and like uh, Epic Times. Alaska moved to mail-in voting and at the same time dropped their signature verification on the ballots as well. This new rule change will ensure that states become the state becomes uh, next involved in ranked choice voting is going to be Oregon and California. Oregon and California is looking at ranked choice voting, and if they do this, it, I, I, we got to. Folks, this is why shows like this are so important because we get ahead of the curve and we are proactive rather than reactive. We have an opportunity right now to kill RCV. We have got to stop RCV right now. RCV is, the, is literally the worst thing that could happen to our voting system and our constitutional republic, and it is far worse than mail-in ballots because with, our, with RCV, you don't need mail-in ballots. With RCV, it will ensure that Democrats beat Republicans constantly and rhinos beat MAGA Republicans constantly. This is absolutely out of control and we've got to stop this now. Oregon and California, you are on the chopping block right now for RCV. Now we're going to leave Wisconsin for a minute and we're going to go to the great state of Alaska. I mean, uh... Alaska and go to Wisconsin. I had that backwards. This is live from America after all, and we've got to cover sea to shining sea. Okay? Now let's go to Wisconsin because we finally got some good news coming out of Wisconsin. And if you feel that this is good news when this is done, we need another round of sharing the Rumble link and the Getter link outside these platforms to your messenger apps. Great news finally coming out of Wisconsin after all the bad news we've been hearing because of uh, Robin Voss and the rhinos that are literally embedded so deep into Wisconsin politics. It might it might take an act of God to get them out. But we do have good news as we get ready to go towards this new midterm of 2022. Green Bay becomes the fourth Wisconsin city to completely ban ballot drop boxes. Thank you to the efforts of the Thomas more society. God bless you guys. Independent investigations in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania this year revealed that 7% of the ballot drop boxes, 7% of the ballots dropped in drop boxes in the 2020 election were illegally harvested. 100% fed up. MC4EI and the Gateway Pundit all recently released numerous clips of ballot traffickers in Detroit, Michigan in 2020, illegally stuffing hundreds and hundreds of ballot boxes in, drop, er, in ballots in drop boxes numerous times. Same person over and over and over again. Big shout out to True the Vote and Heather Mullins as well. Remember when the Wisconsin station ran a segment of the film 2000 Mules on the ballot for, uh, box fraud used by Democrats in Wisconsin in the 2020 election? Well, now Green Bay becomes the fourth and the latest city in Wisconsin to ban the use of drop boxes moving forward via the Thomas More Society attorneys. The Thomas More Society attorneys achieve another big victory over violations of election law. Green Bay became the fourth Wisconsin city to back down in the face of voter, of, of, of voter lawsuits over the use of unmanned absentee ballot drop boxes in elections. A Brown Circuit County court hearing was the, uh, was the scene of the Thomas More Society's latest election integrity victory for Wisconsin voters. On August 31st, the attorney for Green Bay told the presiding judge, this was yesterday, 
uh, told the presiding judge that the city will no longer use the illegal ballot drop boxes in elections. Green Bay's defense was declared moot following the July 8, 2022 Wisconsin Supreme Court ruling affirming that the drop boxes are illegal by the Constitution and that the WEC, the Wisconsin Election Commission's advisory opinion to the state's municipal clerks and they could use these boxes was illegally unauthorized. The briefing on the motion to dismiss included claims by the city of Green Bay that all legal issues were rendered moot by the city's agreement to abide by the state Supreme Court decision. Quote, this this is indeed a victory for the voters, declared Cardell. What Wisconsin's elections have been riddled with illegal practices as a result of financial inducement by a partisan player infusing the state's electoral uh, process with dark money, Zuckerbucks. We are pleased what the Wisconsin Supreme Court has vindicated our lawsuits by affirming that the use of these unmanned absentee ballot drop boxes as illegal. However, there is still much work to be done and we need to root out the infection that has corrupted the Wisconsin vote system. So please put your hands together if you are in the state of Wisconsin for the Thomas More Society and Green Bay for saying, you know what, enough is enough. We do not want your drop boxes. We are not going to have them. And this is another step forward into securing our elections in Wisconsin. Here's the Smarty Award for the Thomas More Society. Smarty Award of the Day goes to the Thomas More Society and Wisconsin Republicans, ladies and gentlemen, for standing up and saying, enough is enough, our votes matter. Say it loud with me, our votes matter. Now, speaking of everybody saying that they ordered their Field of Greens for their birthday, ladies and gentlemen, have you... Have you gone to fieldofgreens.com and used the promo code LFA? Have you gone to the description section of my Rumble page and quick linked over and got yourself your Field of Greens? If you haven't, you're missing out. And if you haven't, you are behind the Make America Great Again health initiative, which which we absolutely need, ladies and gentlemen. We need the LFA MAGA Make America Great Again health initiative as we move towards this election and 2024. We've got to fight on our our hands. You've got to order your field of greens today. Feel what the rest of us are feeling here in Alive from America, Alive from America. Health, cleansing, purging, energy, focus. More than I've ever had in my entire life. You can get so many different kinds. You can get the wild berry kind, which is my favorite. You can get the lemon lime kind. Not only can you get the field of greens powder that I'm talking about, where you get every single nutrient Every single piece of that fruit and that vegetable that comes out of the ground or off that bush or off that tree translates right over into your field of greens powder. So that means you are eating or consuming, I should say, drinking in this matter, everything that God intended you to consume in order to stay healthy and live a long life. So go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA today and get yourself a discount if you already haven't. And if you sign up to get this reoccurring, then you'll always get a discount for being a valued member. Go to fieldofgreens.com today and become healthy just like us because you're going to need it to make America great again. 35 pounds, folks. 35 pounds is what I lost. Hey, Karen Ma, happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Karen. Happy birthday to you. There, is that a little better, ladies and gentlemen? Happy birthday, Karen. Remember, don't be a Karen. But happy birthday, Karen. You're the good Karens. There's the good Karens and the bad Karens. You're the good Karen. Fieldofgreens.com slash LFA. Moving on, folks. We got a lot to cover and we've got 16 minutes to do it. Rumble, rumble, rumble. We're almost at 2,000. We still can't break that 5,000 viewership though, can we? We can't do it. I don't know what it is. We tried and we tried and we tried, but it's okay. We'll take what God gives us. We've got 2,000 people over on Getter. Let's go. The top Democrat congressional aide who was caught defacing Marjorie Taylor Greene's posters outside of her congressional office in the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. I'm sure you all remember Marjorie Taylor Greene put up posters out there like there are only two genders and all lives matter and babies' lives matter and abortion is murder and so on and so forth. Big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, the aide, the little crybaby basement-dwelling loser who defaced all of Marjorie Taylor Greene's property is now on his way out the door, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get an amen? It's nice to see justice being administered one way or another. The chief of staff for Democrat Representative Jake Auchincloss, Auchincloss, who was caught defacing posters outside of Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's office, has resigned from his chief of staff post and is stepping down tomorrow, according to Rhode Island TV station WPRI 12. Ladies and gentlemen, do you think that just like Tim Theobald, that he is stepping down? Do you think that just like Tim Theobald, that he is resigning? Or do you think, like I think, that this is another case of another one bites the dust? Another one bites the dust. And another one gone, and another one gone, and another one bites the dust. Bye bye, Tim Theobald. Bye bye, loser chief of staff, Tim Heisem. You get what you got coming. And you know what? Here on this side, we don't get got. We go get. And we went and got you, and we went and got your job, and now you're gone. Quote, I appreciate Tim's service in my office and wish him all the best in his new endeavor. Auchincloss told the TV station, Heisen will reportedly be joining a different congressional office after working for, um, for this office for about a year. In June, Green, Marjorie Taylor Green, a firebrand conservative, revealed that the U.S. Capitol Police, uh, you revealed the U.S. Capitol Police Force had issued a uh, warrant for Heisen after he was repeatedly caught on surveillance camera putting stickers on one of Congressman Woman's uh, posters outside of her office. The police reposted, the police report posted by Just the News shows Marjorie Taylor Greene post reads, there are only two genders, male and female, trust the science. Well, you know, that triggers little basement dwelling losers. And uh, in fashion, he had to do what he had to do. He had to go nuts, right? He had to be triggered and scream to the sky. And in the meantime, he loses his job. God is administering justice to these evil, evil creatures. I don't want to see you out that door, baby, bye, bye. 
And you know what? We got we gave him we gave him a, we gave him a song on the way out. So we might as well give him a tribute as well, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him the dumb dumb award of the day. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb dumb award of the day goes to that little loser right there. Deface another piece of property, you moron. What do you think this is? You think this is Grand Theft Auto? You think you're in a video game or something and you can do this stuff? I don't think so. Jeremy, I sent you an email concerning Field of Greens but never got a response. That's not on purpose. That's not on purpose. Not at all, and I apologize. I'll try to look for it. We're trying to keep up with you. I'm very sorry. All right, now we've got to move on, folks, okay? Another round of sharing, and let's move on. The dangers of adopting woke policies. Now, depending on who you are, who you represent, what kind of business you are, company you are, entity you are, there are dangers of adopting woke policies. Would you agree? Does everybody know what woke means? Well, woke is a term that the left was throwing around, saying that they are woke Basically, they've, they've been red-pilled themselves to how there's systematic racism and systematic bigotry and, and, and that the white race has, uh, is still positioned to uh, have white privilege and so on and so forth, so on and so forth. And they see through the lies of everything. They see through the Illuminati, right? The wokeism. And that everybody should not only, uh, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Everybody shouldn't just accept gay, bi, trans, child, maps, pedophilia, and all that, you should embrace it. And if you don't, then you're not woke. That is wokeism, right? So when you go woke, you typically go broke. If you are a company that relies on sales or any kind of financial uh, support, and wokeism also attacks places like schools, churches, and other places. So depending on who you are and what you represent, wokeism has a danger to every single one of you. Now, I want to talk about the dangers of wokeism for a moment. For a moment. Um, if you are a company, wokeism will basically destru- d- destroy you financially, and that's a danger. The danger in adopting wokeism in schools, well, is detrimental to our youth because of brainwashing and indoctrination and our future as a nation. The dangers of wokeism in our church is that the church is led astray. The church is led astray and the flock is led astray and there's nobody to lead them to the word of God. But the dangers of wokeism in our military is absolute suicide as a nation. And what am I getting at? Well, the United States Air Force Base tasked with confronting China bans all references to gender, race, and age. Let me say that again. The United States Air Force Base tasked with confronting China bans all references to gender, race, and age. So the dangers of lowering the bar in our military to make sure that everybody and anybody can be a Navy SEAL and everybody and anybody can be an an Army Airborne Ranger regardless of the fact that you can meet the PT tests or not. So let's lower the bar of the PT tests so everybody can be an Army Airborne Ranger. Everybody can be a Navy SEAL. Everybody can be a Special Ops uh, military serviceman or woman. No, no, no. Wokeism is dangerous. And when you adopt these woke policies... And you lower the bar for PT tests or lower the bar to become a Navy SEAL or an Army Airborne Ranger or lower the bar by adopting rate awoke policies. What happens is 
You lower the defenses of the United States of America. Our adversaries laugh at us. They work together. They symbiotically build a team outside that we don't know anything about, and they're going to take us down. The dangers of wokeism in our military will be the utter destruction of America. U.S. Pacific Air Force um, forces banned all references to gender, race, and age in an effort to improve lethality? In accordance with the diverse PACAF priority, we must embrace, promote, and unleash the potential of diversity and inclusion, said a May email sent to senior leaders at the Anderson Air Force Base in Guam, according to a partial copy of the order obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. Let me say the, the key words in there again, all right? We don't want to bury that lead. We must embrace, promote, and unleash diversity and inclusion. What's that saying? We must embrace LGBTQIA pedo plus and wokeism. We must promote LGBTQIA pedo plus and wokeism. And we must unleash. That means not only embrace it, not only promote it, but put your foot on the gas and unleash queerism and transgenderism and lesbianism and gayism and biasism and stupidism and idiotism and wokeism and dumbism and weakism and lameism all over the world so that we can ultimately be destroyed ourselves. If you ever wanted to take over the United States of America, you couldn't do it from the outside in. Japan told you in night, back in the 40s that there's no way that you could take down the United States of America because they're too powerful. What makes them that powerful is that there is an American behind every blade of grass with a gun. But you can take down the United States of America from within. Barack Hussein Obama was part of that. George Bush Jr. was part of that. George Bush Sr. was part of that. Bill Clinton was part of that. Joe Biden is part of that. Hillary Clinton is part of that. The FBI, the DOJ, the NSA, all the alphabet agencies are a part of that in conjunction symbiotically with China and you take it down from within. Rome? Anyone? What defeated Rome? It wasn't anything to do with any other force, any other military... What defeated Rome was pride, gluttony, greed, jealousy, sin. And now we have to deal with this crap. General White Rage Millie. Remember him? Got a note here from our producer. Billy and Birthday... Donated $100 today. Billiam, it's your birthday too? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Billiam. Happy birthday to you. And you sent me $100 on your birthday? God bless you. Thank you so very much. The blueprint to destroy the United States of America is doing exactly what Obama and Biden are doing. Gaying up our military, weakening our defenses, promoting it, and unleashing the wokeism over the world. General White Rage Millie and the Pentagon, ladies and gentlemen. Hard taxpayer money, hard at work. Recently, I told you about Pfizer 
adopting racist policies, right? This is all, everything that I'm about ready to tell you ties in with wokeism and the dangers of wokeism. Wokeism, you know what part of wokeism is? Them being racist, not them calling you racist. That's not part of wokeism. Part of wokeism policy is that you must adopt racism as part of being woke. But racism against white people and Asians. Pfizer has racist policies. We pointed that out the other day, wokeism. Hospitals and universities have racist policies because they're going to lay off all the white people first and only hire people that are not white or Asian. So what do we do with these woke racist companies? Well, I told you what we do with the financial ones, right? Well, good, because here's a financial company that just adopted wokeism or racism, I should say. Bank of America. How many of you still work with Bank of America, even though they've they've come out anti-Trump a long time ago? I don't. Bank of America is now ready to offer a zero down payment and zero closing cost mortgage loans. But there's a there's a caveat to that. And the caveat is you must be black or Hispanic. If you are Asian, you're burn up. If you're white, you're burn up. Not going to work. Bank of America says we're going to give zero down payments, zero interest to black and brown borrowers. But if you happen to be white or Asian, nope, you don't get it. Is that not racist? Is that not wokeism? And what do we do to companies that express wokeism and adopt woke racist policies? They go broke. Whites and Asians need not apply. Just like the Pfizer stuff, right? Bank of America yesterday announced a new mortgage home loan program for the first-time home buyers. I was I got an FHA loan. My wife and I got a first-time home buyer uh, loan a few years back. But only blacks and Hispanics will be eligible. Racist. Blacks and Hispanics will be able to apply for a zero down point, uh, payment, zero closing cost mortgage with Bank of America's new lending program in select cities. There will be a zero mortgage insurance loans over 80% loan to value typically charge borrowers mortgage insurance fee and no minimum credit score. So you can have a 100 if that's even possible. No money down. Just because you're black or brown and you can get a home, what could possibly go wrong? Can anybody say Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? Remember those? Do you guys remember Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? Quote, home ownership, home, home ownership strengthens our communities and can help individuals and families to build wealth over time. A.J. Barkley, head of neighborhood and community lending for Bank of America, said in the release, our community, you know what's really happening, folks? I'll tell you what's happening before I read this, the rest of this BS quote from these racist pile of crap. What's re- you know how racist this is? It's not just racist towards white people and Asians. It's also racist towards the black and the brown community. Why? Because they're giving these people, and I'm saying these people because they've singled them out, these black and brown people, loans with no credit score, no money, no money down, 0% interest. Why? Because you think that they're going to make money off them? You think that they're doing it because they're going to stay in the home forever and they just wanted to do it out of the kindness of their hearts? They're doing it so they can repo the home. They're literally doing it because they know the percentage of these people that keep these homes is going to be very little. And not because they're black and brown, because of the statistics that follow them. They're literally doing this so they can buy up the housing market, keep it for themselves. 
and sell it off as profit. They don't care about the people. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, 2008. Does anybody remember that? What happens when you go woke? You go broke. Let Bank of America know that you'll no longer be doing your business with them, just like State Farm when they decided to go woke. Now, what are the dangers of wokeism in schools, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I think we've seen that, haven't we? Haven't we? What is, what is the danger of racism or wokeism in schools? I want to pull up this picture. We have this picture ready? Okay, check this out. Here is your danger of wokeism in schools, folks. Drag extravaganza. Lexi Gold. Peter Pansy. Chris Tall. Kitty Kitty. Gina Talia. Lilia Mon. Anna Lee Cage. Sherry Don't. Mary G Quality. And Raja Blades. Saturday, September 3rd. Festival, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Show at 6 p.m. Kiwanis Park, ladies and gentlemen. This is an all-ages, back-to-school, family-friendly drag show happening on Saturday in Provo, Utah. Well, look at that. Isn't that nice? A drag extravaganza, all-ages, family-friendly Back-to-school drag show extravaganza. Saturday, September 3rd at Kiwanis Park in Provo, Utah. No dangers of wokeism in the schools, right? Right? Now, I have not spoke to Jay at Anderson Drag Queen Distillery since yesterday. There is no movement on that for me to report, by the way. There is no movement on that for me to report. But remember when he was trying to stick up for drag shows saying, hey, it's no different than Barney dressing up as a, uh, as a character and, and going to a birthday. Remember when he said that? It's no different than somebody just, you know, going on stage and dressing up in a costume. And I said, no, drag shows are sexually provocative at nature. That's their nature. That is why drag shows exist. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Here's a drag show for all age kids. And you tell me what you see. that look sexual or provocative to you in any way? Huh? Does that look like those kids are having a great time and they're, they're learning the things they should be learning in life? Drag, queens, drag queen shows aren't sexually provocative to children. Then what in the crap was that that you just saw? That was a man, by the way. That was a drag man doing splits and twerking in front of kids taking dollars. How is, that not e- how is that not evil? How is that not illegal? The dangers of wokeism, ladies and gentlemen, and it's very real. 
All right, folks, I don't know if you're ready for this, but we've got the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today, and it's going to go, I mean, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month, and it's going to go to the FBI, folks. The Dumb Dumb Award of the Month is going to go to the FBI. Hold on one second. We've got, <laughs> I want to get that back up. Can we get that back up? We've got to do this right. We've got to do this the right way, okay? There's, there's a certain way that I want to do this today. You've already seen who the Dumb Dumb Award of August is going to go to, but we've got to do this the right way. Bring it up. There we go. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of August 2022 goes to the FBI. Yes, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, ladies and gentlemen, they get the Dumb Dumb Award for August. Now, I was going to give it to Merrick Gardenome Garland of the DOJ. I was going to give it to Resident Biden. I was going to give it to Tom uh, Tom Theobald. I was going to give it to Judge Bruce Epstein Weinhart. But no, ladies and gentlemen, today I decided I'm going to give the Dumb Dumb Award of August to the FBI. Why? Well, because of your stupid staged photo that isn't fooling anybody. Because of your dumb leaks to the mainstream media like the New York Times and the Washington Post that suggest that nothing is going to happen. Yeah, for your 24-hour smear campaign on Donald J. Trump, because you're so afraid of what he's going to take you down because of, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month for August 2022. We hope you accept this award. We are going to defund you. We are going to rebuild you. And we are going to take away your pensions. Christopher Ray, I hope you're listening today because you should be proud that the, uh, the, the division that you direct has become an absolute crap hole and you have no trust of the American people. The FBI gets the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of August. And I can't think of a better person for it to go to. Amen? Oh, all right, kill the music. <laughs> kill the music, ladies and gentlemen. Kill the music. All right. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Do you agree that the Dumb Dumb Awards should have went to the FBI or not? Please let me know. Now, I want to get back to the student loan bailout real quick. I know a lot of people have left, and I get that. I get why you left, okay? Time is up. You guys got things to do and you guys are heading out. I get it. But I want you to stay to the end here because we got to talk about these student loan bailouts real quick. Number one, why is Joe Biden doing this when he has no power to do it? Number two, is it fair? And number three, do you think that the people that are absolutely for the student loan bailout, do you think that this is a hill that they're worth dying on? I don't. I don't think when it comes down to it, the people that you see in the streets and the people that you hear at work and the people that you hear at school say, we need a student loan bailout. This is a must. We need our bills paid. I don't think that they really believe that. I actually, I have proof that they don't really believe that. Big shout out to Stephen Lodge for this video from his Instagram page. Let's bring it up, folks. I don't believe that these student loans uh, and these people that are for them actually believe that they, um, that they want to have them happen. Hold on. Let's check this out real quick. Yeah. For everybody? Yeah. Free? Yeah. Print the name, signature, email, and then the uh, additional percentage of your salary that you'd like to donate in order to be able to afford it. What? 
All right, do I have to donate now or can I just Yeah, donate? yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, no, I'll do it next time then. It's okay. I'm not. I thought it was just a petition. I'm going to have to think about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll be back. All right. Thank you. And then right here, you're going to put the percentage of your uh, salary that you would like to donate annually in order to help pay for cr free college. Oh, <laughs> I can't do that. You can't do that? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, do any of you guys want to do that? To this? Pay for it. Pay for it? No. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So now? Yeah. All right. No, no worries at all. For your colleges? Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Yeah. For your colleges? For everybody? Free? Yeah, I'll sign that. All right, now sign here where you're going to pay how much of your donate, uh, your your payroll you're going to donate to help. Well, I don't want to do that. What do you mean I got to pay? Well, you're, you're saying that people should get free college. So, you know, if you're for this and you're signing this petition, you're going to also pay a part of your salary to fund this, to subsidize this. No, we're not. No, we're not. Oh, no. Now the tables have turned. Wait a minute. When you hold them responsible for having to pay for this free college, all of a sudden, quick 180, huh? No, 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 no. We got you. We got you. And this isn't going to happen, by the way. This isn't going to happen. All right. One more video. I got to leave you with a bang. I got to leave you with an inspirational video from Christina Caramo, ladies and gentlemen. This is a beautiful video that our friends over at Ultra Maga put together. I thought it was a great video. It inspired me. I hope it inspires you on your way out today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Ultra Maga time, and it is time to go ham, ham, uh, up until these midterms because we have less than 70 days. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina Caramo with an inspiring video. My name is Christina Caramo, your next Michigan Secretary of State. You know, the current office holder, she's not even a Democrat. She's an authoritarian leftist who treats the people of Michigan like the unwashed masses. The results are an accurate reflection of the will of the people. We had clerks stepping up to ensure the process was indeed transparent, secure. <laughs> You know, every vote, every ballot vote did actually count in every community throughout the state of Michigan. According to the state of Michigan, I didn't vote in the 2020 election. But then I foiled my application to vote, proving that I voted in the 2020 election, even though according to the state of Michigan, I didn't vote. Who does this woman think she is that the people of Michigan don't have the right to question her? Who does this woman think she is that the people of Michigan don't have the right to scrutinize the election process? That is what happens when you have people in government who do not know and do not care about the U.S. Constitution. Last time I checked, according to my First Amendment rights, I have the right to redress my grievances to my government without being called an insurrectionist, without being called a big life opponent. Who do these people think they are? They work for us! False rhetoric is coming hourly, if not daily. What I witnessed during the 2020 election, the media cover-up that sought to demonize citizens who came forward to tell the truth. Let me tell you something, folks. The reason why we have so much corruption in government because of our corrupt media. Including a candidate in Michigan who peddles conspiracies and lies. Christina Caramo has not been shy in insisting there was widespread cheating in the 2020 vote, touting debunked claims. Why do you think you have corrupt, dishonest criminals like Nancy Pelosi in office for 30 years because they protect her. And the only way to communicate that visually was to rip up the speech. I'm not sure what else you can do. That was just a symbolic way of saying this is all lies. And when we came out and told the public what we saw, we were called liars by our media who should have asked us questions and scrutinized what we said, but they tried to demonize us. 
I have a right to scrutinize my government. And let me be Let's very go, clear girl. that corruption in our election system is a national security threat. Let's go. The problem in government isn't that we don't have people who don't know what they're doing or they're confused. The problem is corrupt people. Amen. And as I go around talking to citizens, Republicans, independents, Democrats, they are loving our MAGA message because the MAGA movement isn't about a person. It's not about a party. It's about protecting and defending our republic. The United Whoa, States of America. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Everybody, get Yeah, baby. Woo! I love her. We got to get her back on the show. Eli, let's get uh, Christina Caramo back on the show, folks. I see somebody said that last night during the vigil at church that they got the, the, uh, the, the group to play the Armor of God song last night. That's incredible. I just had a pastor reach out to me today who wants to play the Armor of God song at his service from now on. Folks, God is speaking. God is speaking through all of you. I feel like I want to cry right now. I feel like he's speaking through me. I know he's speaking through everybody at Real America's Voice. Folks, God is working. God is moving. Inspiration is happening. Courage is happening, and it's spreading. We're about to make America great again again. We're about to go nuclear MAGA. We will win in November. We will win this country back. We will get back in God's favor, and we will. Put God's name back in schools and in everything we do. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep that chest out and keep your head up high because no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. We have 50% sales off things. If you need a Bible, for God's sake, please, please let us send you one. Sign up for the newsletter. And remember, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading the gospel. And keep singing Armor of God. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America